the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome to episode 165, 2021 wrap up. 2021 wrap up. Every time I try to say 2022, it feels weird. It feels weird. Like I'm excited for 2022, but I struggle with saying it. And some people have mentioned that it sounds a lot like 2020. Two. Two also. And then everyone gets scared because 2020 was a rough year. Yeah. 2021 also, was a rough year. <laughs> we also had different show titles and it felt like 2021 really encompassed all of them. Yes, it does. Because we've got some stuff we want to talk about, like word of the year, what worked and what didn't. And maybe even we'll throw in New Year's resolutions because this is the last episode of the year. By the time you're listening to this show, um, it'll be the last week of 2021. And then the next show we record will be taking place in 2022. So it's a very exciting time as we do that whole wrap up thing. And I've been kind of playing around with the whole wrap up thing with you for the month of December because I feel like it all goes really fast. Like you think, oh, I'll use that last week between Christmas and New Year's to reflect. Uh, But then you're zapped from all the festivities and you push it off. I think we were talking about, you know, (laughs) in the end of November talking about what we want to do for 2022 and it's kind of one of those things of when's the best time to start now mm-hmm. so we were like why not now so we kind of started implementing some of the things that now yes now i'm generally pretty into that yeah. idea like why wait till monday for something you can do now when the inspiration strikes is when you mm-hmm. take the action all right so i'd love to talk a bit about the idea of a word of the year I'm sure we've talked about it in some other December episode of the show. We've been around for 165 weeks now, people. That's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. So I do choose a word of the year. And to my knowledge, Tim has never chosen a word of the year. False. You chose wrong. (laughs) What year? You're wrong. (laughs) I don't know what year it happened in, but (laughs) I did choose um, appreciation for my word. I want to say it's 2019. Could have been 2020, but I doubt it. Maybe even been before, maybe 2018. 2018. Well, funny you should say it because appreciation is my word of 2022. Always copied me. That's so true. (laughs) (laughs) I decided that everything that I wanted to create and feel would be either amplified or magnified um, or magnetized by Mm. that word. So that's why I was like, this is my word. I, I know it. I feel it. Usually when you're doing the exercise of what do I want more of, um, you'll feel it in your bones when you do encounter that one word. And just in case you are not familiar with the idea, a word of the year is kind of like a guiding light. So if you take into consideration all of the things you'd like to create, accomplish, or experience in the new year, and you think, what is the uh, connection point? What is the essence of these activities and experiences? And what do I most need to bring forward in order to best experience those? That is kind of what I, how I summarize a word of the year, which one word should you embody it? Or when you embody it, you're creating the destiny of your dreams. Questions for you. I'm sure you do. Um, I get the utility of, of doing this in my experience. I've found that it's pretty easy to do in January, new year, you're doing different trying to do new things for the new year it's easy to start doing that but what are the tools you do the the next 11 months to kind of embody and keep that top of mind well i will say i choose to use a paper planner yeah and i use the day designer generally i've 
I've jumped around a bit, but my favorite is the day designer. And in on the front page of that planner, mm-hmm. it says my word of the year is blank. So you read that word every morning or? No, not every morning, no. but pretty frequently, frequently. I okay. see it. It's yeah. top of mind. Another tip would be just to write it on a post-it note and uh-huh. put it in your office somewhere or on the mirror or on the fridge uh-huh. or wherever you visit most frequently. <laughs> yeah. So keeping it top of mind, I think is key. And it's important to note that there's a lot of other words that you're going to embody or embrace. Yeah. It's not just like that singular word is it. But when you're choosing a word, it really is helpful to say, what is the essence that if I were to become it, I would then make it simple or um, inevitable that what I want is mine. Mm -hmm. And so for me this year, I've decided I want to appreciate everything. Appreciation for what I've created, for what I want to create, for the experience, for the contrast. If I can curate more appreciation, I think that that will guide me back to how I really want to feel. Mm-hmm. So all that being said, last year I did choose the word believe. It just resonated. It felt right. I'd say about midway through the year, I was like, this word sucks. <laughs> I don't um, believe any of this stuff's I don't going believe, on. I don't believe nothing. <laughs> and then just kind of in the last few days, I've been pondering it a bit more. And I do think that with a step back sort of approach, a zoom out, I was able to see how the most important thing that I needed to believe in was myself. And mm-hmm. so um, in a roundabout way, I very much did embody that essence of belief. Um, it's been a year where we have all uttered the words, I just don't know who to believe or trust. And for me, it really has um, come back to myself. So, All right, you convinced me. I'm going to choose abundance for my word of the year. Okay. I feel like that there's, a, there's an abundance of everything. And I feel like whenever... I start thinking there's not is when I start having some issues with, um, life, <laughs> with life. Yeah. With my well being or my being. Yeah. So I think that, um, finding abundance and everything. So that's, that's what could be my word. There's plenty, plenty, plenty of moment. time, mm-hmm. plenty of energy, plenty of money, mm-hmm. plenty, plenty of ideas. ideas. <laughs> did we just finish, finish each other's sentence. Yes. I think we did pinch yeah. book. Okay. So, Every time I start to lean into the idea of abundance, I go through that in my mind. There's plenty of time, plenty of energy, plenty of money, and plenty of ideas. I'm sure there's plenty of something else I'm forgetting, but those four really cover it for me. Just speaking of four, I'm excited that it's 2022 because I like even years. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of silly because every other year I'm in a year I don't like the... <laughs> I mean, I don't let it ruin the whole year, but I'm just really excited about a new chapter. I hear what you're saying, but you happen to like three, the number three. That's not an even number. Also, when I design rings and such, I Uh use odd numbers, like how many waves are on the band, how many stones, always odd numbers. But when I'm in a year, Tim, I want it to be an even year. I hear you. I always kind of lean toward even numbers for some reason. Except for in design elements. Yeah. Design requires odd numbers. Isn't that interesting? It's fascinating. I didn't, yeah, like threes, fives, sevens, Mm -hmm. for sure years yeah (laughs) okay also in this week's show i wanted to talk a bit about what worked and what didn't which is a pretty standard kind of protocol we do every year we try to sit down and list out some things that worked 
and our business and our life and our marriage and our everything and some things that maybe didn't work so that we can move forward with um, ease and clarity. Another way to put it is kind of what's on your move towards and your leave behind list. I've seen it stated that way too. Hmm. So what would you like to leave behind or what have you decided has not worked for you in 2021? In 2021. Um, I could really used to uh, tell better stories, I think. Mm-hmm. So not really belief system. I think, I guess it kind of works that way, but um, really being aware of the stories I'm telling and deciding how, you know, what I want to believe and what story I want to tell. Mm. It's a very, it's a little different than my direction. My yeah. direction, I decided what 2021, um, what didn't work was having all of our eggs in one basket, so to speak. Mm. We had a nine day stretch where Amazon turned off our top listing. We had um, a stretch where we removed all of our blog posts and our reviews from our website because of a compliance issue, mm-hmm. um, marketing language. It didn't work to have all of the eggs in one basket. And I feel like this December, we've really kind of been working on that mm-hmm. more than ever. Yes, we're still working to grow lifted and we know that we've barely touched the tip of the iceberg as far as um, the awareness we've created around our mood probiotics, which this show is brought to you by all four mood probiotics. Uh, Get in touch with us if you'd like to hear more about which one may be best for you. I think what's interesting about that is we've talked openly about it, but we've made some defensive moves when our listing was turned off, when we received um, a warning from the FDA when about our marketing language, about our marketing language, not and our about products. our products. Yes. <laughs> um, it's important to be clear about that because some people got confused. It was about our marketing language, not our products. Um, but we, we took some defensive moves, um, cause we didn't know how long our listing was going to be turned off and we kind of redid the way we're doing our paid marketing. And I think we found out that that wasn't it was actually a good thing that maybe the paid marketing wasn't quite working as well as we thought, but living on the defense is not the way I want to live. It's no, a, I think it's a little bit draining and a little bit scarcity mindset to live on the defense exclusively. I agree. But what I was trying to say was that we took a defensive move. What we thought we just would do for a short, short term. And what it ended up being is revealing to us that what we were doing before wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And I think we are maybe not as working as good as we thought. Yeah, or that it wasn't the only way. But I yeah. still feel like my reflection, mm-hmm. which can be different than yours, right? Yeah. Because I'm telling different stories over here. But mm-hmm. going on the defense, removing our blogs, we had 50 blog posts up. We didn't know which ones were compliant, which ones yeah. weren't. Our reviews being taken down, that one really hurt. because, um, And it has continued to be um, a sticking point that I'm deciding in 2022, I'm moving forward on the mm-hmm. offense. I now believe I've studied it enough that I can speak in a way that will remain in compliance. Mm -hmm. So um, during that time, it was like, okay, take the blogs down, take the reviews down. Yes, we were responsible for what other people said about our products. Mm -hmm. Um, And I kind of stopped making videos, showing up on other people's podcasts, because I just didn't feel comfortable with what I could and could not say. Uh, but something beautiful has happened in the last few months where I have begun to believe mm-hmm. in myself and in my ability to speak our truth and share the good word about our products while still remaining compliant. So that has been a shift in me. I do feel like I got knocked to the ground a bit 
And now I do feel like I am bouncing back and I kind of feel sorry for anybody that's in my way. (laughs) I'm feeling a little bit aggressive here. I've often been told I have a little bit of a chip on my shoulder or that I've got an attitude problem. And to all those people, I just want to say thank you because you're right. You're right. And I like it. (laughs) And don't believe me. Just watch as Bruno Mars says. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was just a tough, tricky, trying dark night of the soul. Who am I really? How can they take my voice and, and really coming through the ashes of discovery that I am a wordsmith and I can weave my words in a way that tells our story and doesn't break any rules. I absolutely can do that. And it has been tricky and it has been frustrating and yet I can do hard things and I've found my way through it and around it. So if you are in a space right now where you're feeling very tested and you're not exactly sure how to move forward, I just want to say, believe in yourself and believe in your ability to handle this situation, which is before you, you can do it. Boom. Don't drop our mics. (laughs) They're connected to the table. Okay. So that was what worked and what didn't a little bit. What else? What worked and what didn't? I feel like I need to kind of go back a little bit. You know, sometimes when we tell the story, it sounds very victim-y. And I think I felt like a victim for sure. Like this happened to us. And I do think that there were clear words that were on the do not say list that we said. So, oops. So I'm not saying that we were, I don't know, not going there, but I'm just saying that there was, um, we did need some, need some work done and we did it. And I think we're going to be better for it. Mm -hmm. Well, we, like we've said before, it's better that it happens to us now, Mm -hmm. um, while we were, maybe not as big as we're planning to grow True. and to get. True. And also another really good thing was that it wasn't on any of our bottles. Yeah. yeah. Any it's of the language. Website, yeah. It was only on our website, which were easy changes versus trying to pull in bottles all yeah. over the. That would have been a lot harder. I don't know. I just think you bring up an interesting point. This idea of, oh, am I venting and complaining like yeah. a victim? Or am I just saying, here's what happened. Here's how I felt. Here's what I went through and here's how I'm handling it. I don't think that's victimy at all. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that you're being victimy. I'm saying like I've told the story many times to friends and family and to other people, mm-hmm. and I think it's always the response of like, "Oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. Are you okay?" I'm I like, can't believe they, I can't believe they did that. Have and then I'm like, they didn't just come up with that. Like right. I, I gave off that what that, is the, <laughs> that essence of like this happened to us. What about failure to know the law does not? How did that saying go? Uh, I don't know. But you know what I'm trying to say. I know what you're trying to say like. Failure to not know the law doesn't mean you're exempt from it. Right. Something like that. Yeah. That was us kind of. Yeah. So we learned a lot. We learned a lot. Oh man. 2021 was been a lot of lessons (laughs) and I'm ready for my blessings in 2022. Mm -hmm. What else didn't work? Mm, I said all eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So it didn't work to stay down. Like I got knocked down. doesn't work to stay down because Mm -hmm. you just won't feel well. We're not designed to be down. We're designed to be down and then bounce back up. I think that is literally part of the human experience is to get knocked down and to figure out how to climb back up out of the hole that you've fallen into. So for me, that's been what this year has been a lot about. Uh, Let's see. What did work, though? I know. What worked? You go first. I won't forget. Um, 
in a weird way, uh, I was going to say doing the homeschooling with our children, I, th- I think it fits in both categories because we're not homeschooling anymore, I guess. So they're back at school with their friends. So I guess it's maybe, a very small school, by the way. Yeah. So it's like a really unique experience where they have like nine to 12 kids in their class. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in a way it worked, right? Like I think our children, first of all, are a lot closer to us than they were before, before that. And I think also they, we were able to kind of instill in them our beliefs on how to interact with this world. And Mm -hmm. I think that we were able to instill that in them in that short time. Maybe they didn't learn all the arithmetic and all the, whatever they should have learned by school standards, but we were able to at least instill that. And I think you, I can see that carrying through them even in school now. I just think it's really wild because right before they went back, I told all of who's in fifth grade, I'm like, your times tables are rough. Uh-huh. So we just worked on it one day yeah, really intensely. And she was totally committed because she didn't want to go back and not know something that she was supposed to know. Uh-huh. And she went back and she was right where she should have been right. because she cared enough to try all the other efforts prior to that of me thinking you should know this. And yet she didn't believe it or know it or what ready for it. I, th- I think that's such a great metaphor for life mm-hmm. that when we're ready, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Mm-hmm. And another thing that kind of came up for me as you were saying that is the idea that just because something's not still going doesn't mean it didn't work. It worked to homeschool and now it's working to send them to school. Yeah. It doesn't mean forever. It doesn't mean for something to work, it has to last for eternity. It's what's working in this moment. And then now what's working based on this new data and these new experiences. Mm -hmm. And for us, that was very much, um, them going back to school because suddenly they were with their friends and they're very happy. Mm -hmm. All right. So a bit of what has worked for me has been to slow down every day, a couple times a day is ideal to connect to my true self, to slow down and become the watcher of my thoughts, to slow down and just breathe, to essentially meditate is what I'm saying. And when I do this, when I slow down, generally put one hand on my heart and one hand on my stomach, sometimes two hands on my heart. And when I just give myself that space, not only do I feel physically well and better and rested, but I also tend to get at least two to three ideas, sometimes more. Now these ideas might just be a simple wording of a text that I've been meaning to send. It might be an order of things I'd like to do before I need to leave the house in an hour but it just creates so much flow and it creates so much um, cohesion as far as the next right thing to do. And so for me, what does work is slowing down to speed up, slowing down literally in my physical body to allow all the good ideas that I've been working on to catch up to me. So what absolutely works for me, slow down to speed up, to essentially slow down to create more of exactly what I want. That really works for me. Can I ask you some questions around what some people call the download or the ideas or the whatever? Yeah. What if I said no? I'd probably ask them anyway. I know you would. Do you feel like they're always, I don't, maybe I shouldn't say always. Do you feel like they're um, clear, like an idea just came or this thing was just sent to me? Do you feel like it's that clear and straightforward? For me, it is. Yeah, it is. Always it just clicks. Yeah. It's like a knowing. Mm. And sometimes it's a picture. Sometimes it's the words. Sometimes it's 
just an idea, but for me, it really is this, it truly feels like I'm continually reading, listening to podcasts, um, diving into very deep subjects with you or whoever mm-hmm. will listen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I just slow down and get quiet, all of those ideas can then click, 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 click into place. Hmm. It's like a puzzle pieces that I'm scattered all over with these and they can just start to clip together and make more sense in my life. Cause I feel like personally, sometimes it's, sometimes it's very clear. Like that's definitely something is a download you know, something that showed up, but more often than not for me, I feel like it's like, where do thoughts come from? Where do ideas come from? Nobody really knows, but it's more like that. It's like this more passive ideas and thoughts that I, you know, I don't know how many you've said before, how many thoughts you think a day. There's something that says around 60 to 70,000. So you have those coming all the time. And lots of times you just push those away because you're busy. And I think sometimes those come to me in that way. And, and I have a tendency to push them away or ignore them when maybe that was my download. I see it. (laughs) You know what I'm I'm saying? I think so. But I think it's important to know. I see it very differently. The 60 to 70,000 thoughts I have a day are just my mind being kind of annoying and human. Yeah. I should do that. Oh, when I pick up that, look at those dust bunnies. How does that happen? Well, this needs to happen. Ask this person to do this. Do this. So what I'm saying those is, are all monotonous thoughts. Mm-hmm. But when I have an idea, it is not just one of the 60,000. It no, is otherworldly. I, I agree with that. What I'm saying is when you meditate, you're trying to maybe not give as much focus to those 60,000 right, thoughts. Right, absolutely. But sometimes my ideas downloads are in the form of those is what I'm trying to say. Okay. And then I think I have a tendency to push too hard away and I'm Hmm. blocking maybe the idea. Here's how I see it though. I see like the idea that like this clunk, like something clips into place. Then I can use my 60 to 70,000 thoughts to then. What if I did that? Yeah. To make more sense of it. Yeah. But I feel like the, it's almost like it's catching up to me from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. That's how it feels like. It's like I, we all know the right answer for what to do with our life, but we say we don't, or we feel like we don't. And I'm not, I think it's because we haven't let ourself catch up with ourself. We haven't let our true self catch up to our current self. And by slowing down and just connecting to that, I think more and more will make sense as far as what's the next best move for me mm-hmm. in 2022. I was going to just put that on there as a bow at the end as a way of wrapping up this episode. What do you say? Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the show. I hope you found some value. We'll see you next year in the new year, 2022. Take care. Happy new year and God bless. <laughs>